0: Okay, so let's do that. Hey guys, my name is Girish Bali, the host for Back to Basics. We are at Podfest. This is one of the interviews that I actually went to her session earlier this morning. And I talked to her and we talked about many different things. We talked about how to make money, how to be broke at the same time. And we talked about all different stuff. And today Bernadette is here on Back to Basics we usually do back to basics a little differently but today we're going to do live today with bernadette and she's just an amazing gal by the way we had lunch together and we <laughs> chatted and uh let's uh, talk to uh, bernadette bernadette how are you thanks for coming to back to basics thanks
1: so much for having me i'm doing great especially after uh finishing the speaking gig I now i can just hang out
0: yeah 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 thank you so much for coming here so let me ask you this before we get into the money business yeah. The the breaks and the brokes and getting rich, right? Uh, I always ask this question to all my uh, guests: What does back to basics mean to you?
2: Oh
1: my gosh, I love that question. So for me, back to basics is uh, the one thing that I learned that a lot of rich people want. They can't you can't get back, which is health, and secondarily to that is time. Mm. So everything that I try to focus on, if it doesn't improve my health mm. health, or doesn't make the most use of my time, mm. it's pretty simple, yes yeah. or no. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for answering that question. Yeah. Uh, because I, I want to know from other perspectives for the same question. seems like I get different answers every time from mm-hmm. my guests. So thank you again for answering that. Yeah. So thank you again for coming on the show for the first time. I have to alive. say, I have to give you credit. Yes. Like
1: the, the fact that you came up and you... You you asked me to be on it, and you were ready to do it. There's not a lot of people who, when the opportunity comes, like is ready for it. So yeah. you you got to give yourself some props. Thank today. you, yeah. thank you
0: so much for your kind words. Honestly, and definitely my honor to get to know you a lot better. Yeah. By the way, guys, I found out that she was from New York, New Jersey, New York area. So we're like Queens. the homies, you know. So we're <laughs> great, uh, you know, friends now. Uh, but thank you again for coming here. So let me ask you this: We went to this monetization. Uh, well, wow, there's a lot of things going on in the background, <laughs> but we went to this monetization class earlier this morning, mm-hmm. and the way you presented made a lot of people feel that we're just a waste. Mm. So how, how do you motivate people from that point of view? Mm. Let's add, let me ask you that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, to my company, it's called Pressure Money Goals, and it was started because I realized that we were making things way complicated. Mm -hmm. And when I say we, I mean myself, my husband, my friends, my family. And when I talk to people about, you know, trying to build financial independence and build wealth, Mm -hmm. I always ask people, why Mm -hmm. why are you doing this why are you you know scaling your business why are you trying to get that next promotion why are you trying to build a team Mm -hmm. and when we peel back the layers it always comes back to well i just want to have peace and i want to be happy some version of i just want to have a little less stress yeah
2: yeah and
1: i want to be happy right Of of course so then why is why is the path creating more stress, Mm. creating more complexity, creating more things that takes you away from those things. Why don't you just go straight to it? And so one of the things that I uh, talked about today, right, is um, one, deciding that that's what you want for yourself, and then trying to find the shortest path there. And so in the talk I said, you know, the reason I did podcasting, the reason I built this business, the reason I do a lot of these things is because I'm I'm inherently lazy. Mm. (laughs) Mm. I'm not one of the people who's gonna say, you know what, Need to work thirty hours a week and need to scale and grow your business and have a team of fifteen people and all yes. that stuff. I'm like, yes. I'm a team of one. Yes. I like my free time. Yes. I like not having to do a lot of things. And so when I, when I, uh, going back to your question, when I think about what are we wasting, um, people are too often wanting to trade in time for dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to teach people to do the other way around, like mm. buy back your time mm-hmm. and then you can figure out how to reduce the waste. Wow,
0: wow. Well, thank you. Thank you again for those uh, oh. words there. So let me ask you this. Is it really that simple just to be basic when it comes to money? Yeah. <laughs> so then why do people yes. then why do people things make so complicated when it comes to, mm. oh, I, na- I need to earn money or I think in order to earn money, I need to have more salary versus saving less or the other way around. So what are your thoughts on that part?
1: Yeah, so just for for context, right? So where this is coming from is my husband and I, I'm 37 for full transparency. My husband and I, um, we paid off $300,000 of debt in three years and then we built our first million dollars in net worth in our 30s and we are currently transitioning to early retirement. Like Mm. we're in that phase right now.
2: Mm.
1: And it turns out it's not that complicated. So when people ask me, how are we doing it? I'm a personal finance uh, expert that's that's kind of like my bread and butter. And um, everyone who's in personal finance has some version mm. of save money and make money. Mm. That's basically personal finance. Right. Either you grow your yeah. money yeah. and then you try to keep as much of it.
0: yeah.
1: But the vast majority of people in personal finance fo- focus on the make mm. more money. That's right? Right. So my husband and I started off with the save more money First, mm. And then figuring out how to save that money and make it do some of the work for us. Mm. So in the presentation that you saw today, I show I show people my actual net worth because I'm tired of taking advice from people who aren't transparent with their own finances. So yeah. whenever I teach finance, I would say, let me just be clear and make sure you know who you're talking to. So mm. Mm. right now our current net worth is $1.2 million. And if you saw my chart, the the vast majority of it is sitting in investments. That's right. Right? And so when people ask, well, how are you able to do this? And it's like, well, we figured out how much money we need in order to live the lifestyle that we want, and then we started saving, right? And um, what I really love about your question, like, then why is it so complicated? And the the number one reason I tell people why that's complicated is because there's more money to be made in making things more complicated than Mm. making things simple. Mm
2: -hmm. Because if
1: you convince people that it's more complicated, then you can charge people more, Yeah, yeah. right? And so um, when I tell people my steps, and I talk through crush and all of that, they're like, this makes so much sense. Yeah. And it feels like I haven't heard it before, and it's mm. because we're so used to people telling us that this is all complicated, and
0: yeah, it's really not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you again for answering that question. But you know, let me ask you this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is this answer more for a, a person who works in a corporate job? Mm. Or is this question more for the hunt
1: Well, um, I've been a
0: corporate. There's a a reason why I'm asking that, so go ahead.
1: So I was a a corporate person before, so I worked in uh, corporate HR for 10 years before Mm. doing what I do, and now I'm an entrepreneur. So one thing I'll always tell people is you can be both, maybe at different parts of your life or at the same time, but I think a lot of people have the potential to do both. Uh, In my current situation, my husband is the corporate person and I'm the entrepreneur, and then my clients are split actually more heavily towards, not by much, but I think I have a probably a 60-40 split between people who are in corporate jobs and people who are entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. 40% entrepreneurs and 60%, and the principles still apply the
0: principles the, applies. the reason why I asked this, when you're in a corporate job, you are getting a salary every biweekly, mm-hmm. monthly, depending on the corporate, right? You're also getting 401k also. Mm-hmm. You're getting all the benefits for pension if there is a pension, yeah. right?
1: Rare, but now, yes. Somewhere, I'm yeah. pretty sure
0: there is. There used to be back in the days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because everyone's listening, so we have to be diligent to all the yeah. everyone else there. But when it comes to entrepreneurship, none of that is there.
1: Ah, well I think that's a limiting belief there.
0: Right, so now yeah. the thought process for other people is when they're entre- entrepreneurs, we should be thinking that investing on houses or cars those are your retirement investments mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. how do we teach people that this is your asset
1: yeah so um, speaking to the, the corporate people what I'll say is um, a lot of folks are not currently maximizing what they can be doing with their paychecks right so that's as simple as knowing the vast majority of people I talk to don't have a budget the vast majority and people are always think, oh, budgeting is for broke people. No, like I have a million dollars in net worth, and I budget. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, most people don't even know, like, if they are doing things like a four hundred and one k, they have no idea how much money they're putting into it. Mm. Every time I ask someone, well, how much are you putting in their four hundred and one k? They always say three percent, four percent. Like, what is that in the dollar amount? They have no idea. Mm. Right. Just learning what you're already putting your paycheck towards, and getting crystal clear about what that is. Um, the vast majority of people are not doing that. And you have the luxury of having predictable income generally, right, if you're in a corporate. When I moved into entrepreneurship um, now like six years ago, um, my thought process was to try and figure out how to replicate that in my own business. So the the misconception that if you're an entrepreneur and like you don't have steady income and you don't have a 401k, okay, all that stuff, I have a steady income. I consistently make at least $15,000 a month. I have a 401k. Guess who's funding it? Me. Guess who's matching it? Me. Guess who puts the profit sharing? I do, right? I, um, I, you know, I fund a lot of my own business Mm. type stuff. Mm. I'm my own investor.
2: Mm.
1: I didn't, I have never taken a single like loan out on my business or, um, or outside investments into Mm. my business. Mm. And so there's a lot of, um, things that people assume about entrepreneurship that doesn't have to be true, but you do have to make a commitment to learn how to do those things. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's part of where I hear people all the time. The biggest, um, uh, objection I get is like, well, Bernadette, you know, my, my income is so sporadic. So how can I budget? How Mm -hmm. can I manage Mm -hmm. it if I don't know what money's coming in? My question is, why don't you know how much money is coming in? Have you done everything you can to try to make that money consistent? So
0: so do you think that we should be just opening up an Excel sheet and go step by step exactly where you're leaking money mm. versus making money mm. and and cancel most of the things out? I think is that the right approach?
1: It's a good first step, right? Okay. But here's the thing: I hate Excel spreadsheets.
0: No, no, that's an example. So, what do you recommend? What do you recommend?
2: So,
1: I think that's part. But that is part of the reason why people don't do it. They think Excel spreadsheets. They think like boring, task-oriented, right? So, I'm gonna give y'all one of my um, one of my secrets that I tell all my clients. I take uh, when I do my monthly budget. There's only three categories.
2: That's it. Okay.
1: Three categories, and it's based off of how you live. So all of the words are derivatives of the word live. Mm. So first one is survive. Mm. That's pretty straightforward. It's anything that your household needs to have like a basic, like running smoothly. So
0: Groceries, utilities,
1: housing, transportation, and health.
0: Okay.
1: The difference that I had say though on the health piece is that this is anything that is required for you to have a happy, healthy household. So for example, if you go to therapy, that's a non-negotiable. Mm. That's not a nice to have. If right. you have childcare because like you need childcare, like that is not negotiable, that's, nice. that's, yeah. that's, that's a non-negotiable. Yep. Survive, right? The next one is revive, mm. which is everything that is nice to have. Yeah. That makes your lifestyle worth living. Yes. And everyone's is different, right? Yeah. And then the last court category is strive. And Strive is anything that helps you grow your net worth. Mm-hmm. So it's things like what you spent on this podcast equipment, because you're trying to monetize a podcast, right? Yes. Or it might be, you know, your expenses for your business. It might be putting in your 401k. It might be, um, you know, other investments you're making, your extra payments to your mortgage, mm-hmm. right? Paying down debt. Most people are just focused on their survive, And then most of uh, personal finances cut out everything that's revived. If you saw my presentation today, I was like, I watch a lot of Netflix. <laughs> Most people say you shouldn't be spending money on subscriptions. You shouldn't be watching TV. If you want to make money, like you got to cut out all those things. You just got to work. No, you need to have a healthy balance. It's not worth doing, and you're unlikely to stick to the journey if you don't have any revive.
0: With that thought process, what I'm thinking is because is it because we're just going in a circle every single time mm-hmm. instead of thinking out of the box that yeah we're paying our bills, but yeah we're not focusing on work-life balance either yes so is that the thought process of yours
1: well the thought process is one you want to have clarity on why you're trying to make this money Mm. if it's just to pay the bills survive the bills then you will always be just surviving and paying the bills Mm. Mm. if you don't build in I want to have money to have fun
2: yeah
1: and I want money for the future which is strive Mm. right you'll never see it like you'll just never see it so here's here's the the trick to it though is that When you do your budget, it has to be in the opposite order of what most people think. Mm, mm. Meaning you allocate the money for strive first and then revive and survive is last. Mm, mm. Most people say, oh, let me put all my bills and survive Mm. first. And if I have any money left over, then I'll have fun. Then I'll invest, then I'll pay down debt. Mm. But if you just flip that over and say, you know what? Starting today, it's non-negotiable. I will be investing. Mm. I will be paying down debt. Mm. I will make sure my family goes on vacation. Mm you'll see a a switch in your finances.
0: But but with that thought process, which means that you need to plan ahead. Correct. Instead of just today.
1: Correct. And where- But um, I think
0: everyone is thinking today versus the future plan. Is that correct? uh,
1: Here's here's what I've noticed. Um, Actually, the vast majority of people who are not um, investing or saving or doing those things are thinking too far ahead.
0: Too far ahead.
1: It's so far ahead that it seems unattainable or it seems like I've got time, so they just put it on the back burner. So let me give you an example. The vast majority of Americans don't save up for retirement. That's right. Right? The vast majority of people will not be able to retire. But they're like, oh, I have 30 years, I have 40 years, or I have people who are in their 50s. They're like, oh, I still have 10 years left. 10 years, you, you and I know this, 10 years goes by fast, right? So most people are thinking, oh, well, that's so far ahead. so. It's overwhelming, or I'll just figure it out when it comes. Mm. And then the, and then what happens is then the only focus on what's going on mm. right now. Mm. So what I actually ask people to do is just at least start thinking 30 days ahead. Mm. What are you gonna be doing for the next month that's going to go into your strive, that's going to your revive, and what will you need for survival? Because again, most people, entrepreneurs especially, would tell me, well, I don't know how much money I'm gonna make. You don't know how much money you're gonna make in the next 30 days? Are you sure? Do mm. you have, even, even if you have a baseline estimate of that, but I agree with you, you probably can't figure out what you're gonna make in the next year, or two years, or 10 years, but you know what you're gonna make in the next 30 days, generally speaking. Well,
0: I mean, that you just said it for those three things, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your basic things are your medical, your housing, and your extra curriculum. Mm-hmm. That is your minimum that you need mm-hmm. in your pocket mm-hmm. anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is your basics, isn't it?
1: Correct, correct. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so
0: guys, you have to understand this. When you come up with a game plan the game plan is that how much are you spending right and that's your minimum then after that if you want to game then pay things off and and be well I mean that's just what it is I mean this is what I've learned in the last 20-30 minutes uh obviously 16 minutes here <laughs> but 20-30 minutes at her session was really amazing mm-hmm. so Bernadette if you don't mind yeah. explain to people who are you what are you and why are you, then why did I bring you here onto my show?
1: Oh, well, hi, I am Bernadette Joy. I am the founder at Crush Your Money Goals. I teach personal finance to people who want to create social change. And I help those people become millionaires so that they can stop focusing about money and actually help us solve bigger problems. And the reason I do that, and if I'm being honest, is I got sick and tired of, people saying, oh my God, there's all these things going on and there's nothing I can do about it. Mm. And to be fair, most of us are focused on trying to feed our families, trying to just like get buying life, just try to retire at some point. Mm. And I I woke up recently actually, and I've switched more into that space versus just helping people pay down debt because that's how I started. I had pe- mm. I focused on helping people pay down debt, but I realized if I can help people. F- free up their finances so they are not spending most of their brain energy mm. on just figuring out how to make more money and how to live their life mm. then maybe we'll have collectively a lot more energy to put towards actual change on things that that are affecting people's like our broader yeah, yeah yeah,
0: thank you thank you so much Bernadette, for explaining what you do you. and what you're doing today as of today's date, besides sitting next to me <laughs> but let me ask you this yeah what is Bernadette for five more years?
2: Yeah. What yeah. is
0: your game plan now?
1: Yeah. That's a great question, and the answer is I don't know. And I tell people I don't typically even know what's going to happen in the next year, but I have the financial freedom to say that.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. I,
1: um my husband and I actually on the trip on the way here, we're like, maybe in a year from now, we'll be living here in Orlando. We live in Asheville, North Carolina right now. Maybe we might be living in Portugal. Mm. That's a, that's another place that we're looking at. Mm. And one of the things that is so beautiful about starting to be in this financial freedom space mm. is that I don't necessarily have to have a plan mm. all the time mm. because I like today, you know, I, I came to go speak and I often tell people, everything I do now is 100% by choice. I show up to places because I want to, not because I have to, because I literally have enough money at this point that I could just not do anything, <laughs> right? But I get to choose these things that I really love to do. And so the, the things that I know for sure in five years
2: mm.
1: is, you know, knock on wood, every, like my husband and I will still be married. <laughs> we'll be traveling together. Mm. Um, I will be spending more time with my nieces and nephews. I like to say I'm the rich auntie. I don't have kids now, um, and we don't plan on having kids, but I get to be the aunt that spoils all my nieces and nephews. Mm. Um, and I will be a global citizen. Mm. I do know that in the next five years that we will be living outside of the U.S. at some point for that experience. I don't know if it's temporary or permanent, but that's always been on my bucket list to be able to live in, an, in other countries. So.
0: Mm. Wow, thank you so much for for those nuggets that I've, uh, you know, got from you in the last 20, 30 minutes. Thank you. And then plus obviously on this show. But honestly, before you leave today on yeah. Back to Basics, how is your journey on Back to Basics? And how, do you have any last words to all my listeners on my viewers on that show?
1: Yeah. Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, I love the concept of Back to Basics because I think it is very much aligned with my philosophy mm. as well. I think we have a lot of similarity on that is, um, so often when we get overwhelmed, when mm. we get frustrated, when we feel like we don't know what to do next, exactly what you say, just go back to basics. Mm. And I've, I've seen that happen in so many parts of my life where, you know, it's sometimes as simple as, you know what, have I drank enough water today? Mm. Have I gotten a good night's sleep? Mm. Did I eat something, good? like right before we got on this thing, I was like, I gotta go eat something, right? Mm. Whenever you're feeling overwhelmed, the first place you can always go is back to basics, and I love that you're promoting
0: that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you again for all the words and all the support that you've given me in the last 20, 30 minutes. And uh, you know, I think we're gonna be friends right after this too. (laughs) So thank you so much for, for being here on the show.
1: Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. So guys, we spoke with Bernadette today, and we talked about the basics of money, didn't we? And we talked about many, many different things. There's one thing that she did say, Spend as much as you can, but be diligent because you do also need to retire too, eventually. Because we have a hard time saving money for retirement. Now, as usual, as always, what do we always say at the end of this episode? But before we do that, you know that there's a quote of the day. And we usually, it's a little different, right? Because I have to read it now because I usually have it prepared. But this came really quickly. So here's a quote of the day from uh, Back to Basics. And uh, here's the quote. The quote is Too many people spend money they earned to buy things. They don't want to impress people that they don't like. Could you imagine that? That's what we usually do. And that's kind of a bad thing, isn't it? But that's okay. We also have to indulge, but then we also have to step back a little. Now, as usual, as always, what do we always say at the end of the episode? Everything in life goes back to basics, and that's what we did today, guys. Guys, take care, God bless, and there'll be many, many more episodes. And there are three things in every episode, including this one, is a hit for me, which is the content, and definitely the guess who I had today, and definitely the host. Guys, take care, God bless, and I will see you next time on Back to Basics. Take care, God bless, guys.